Hey everyone, and oh, let me turn that notification off. That's not going to be good. Not a good start. Right, here we go. Welcome to the Unforeseen Journey. Now, it's been a hot minute since I've done one of these episodes by myself. I think if you've been following me on uh, social media for the last few months, I've kind of been away building this program, um, which I'm going to speak a little bit about at the end, so I'm going to shamelessly plug that at the end of this conversation. Um, but it's been an interesting three months. It's really coincided well with the next part of, I guess, I guess what we'd say is my unforeseen journey. Uh, if you followed this for a while, you know, going through the, the steps and the, the situations over the last couple of years, I find myself in a place now in my own home, uh, life very much, uh, settled, um, but in a good way, I sometimes feel when you say settled, that can feel like a compromise, but um so much less upheaval so the timing of this course is really good and it's been incredible for a couple of reasons it's really helped me to get a true understanding of myself even more so than I think I have have done before and to produce something which really for me this can sound cliche and maybe a bit grandiose but represents something that I would be happy to define at this moment as my life's work and to have put that together into some kind of package that I'm excited to put out into the world to help help people. And uh, I, I kind of had to take the time to go away and do that. And then I didn't want to just keep doing these um, willy-nilly um, just to keep forcing it out. And I only wanted to do it when I felt like there was something worth saying. And it's funny, I feel like I've had a, a kind of a torrent of uh, downloads recently and things I want to hit upon Um uh yeah like quite a few different things um not for this one but i definitely want to do more uh speaking about spirituality and me now and um this still still feels funny to say you know like if you had said to me five years ago oh you were you're going to consider yourself to be a spiritual person at a certain point down the road i would just fucking laughed um but i'm really excited to maybe speak to you about that part of my life which has been something up until now i've I've not really spoken about. I think maybe because of fear of the fact you might think I've lost my shit. Um, and secondly, I think it takes a while to kind of like fully own these things. And uh, I'm just at a point of fully owning it now. So I'll talk about that maybe next time around. There's someone who has probably inspired me to start doing these again, actually, who's become, uh, yeah, really close person in my life over a short period of time and um we've been talking backwards and forwards on uh, a lot of these things uh, spirituality wise and um i think to kind of just embrace the wooiness embrace that and to fully own it feels quite liberating so i guess if you're into it i'll speak more on that in future episodes i would imagine at a certain point it will become more and more part of what i do as a coach in fact but today well let me just have a drink first I've got absolutely no notes. I've got absolutely nothing. What I've had is a meditation this morning. And outside that meditation, I had a, a kind of a message to do this and record this and to speak upon one element of what I perceive as being a great source of pain for many of the people I speak to and I like to help and also that I experience as well. And that problem is the feeling of being trapped by the life you've built for yourself. 
And so as I, as I think back about this unforeseen journey I've been on for many, many years prior to the conscious decision to make a change, I felt trapped and I felt trapped under the weight of the life which I'd built. There were two big parts of that. Uh, the biggest part by far, I think, was my business. Um, and the second part was my relationship. Um, and it's been funny this week as I've started to speak more on this kind of program I'm doing and speaking to the people I want to help and stuff like that. And one of the things I said in my posts is, um, you know, I want to help the unhappy homemaker. And there was a bit of me that was like almost like triggered by this. So I'm like, fuck, you can't say that. You can't be breaking up people's homes. And I was like, hmm, where does that come from? It just made me think that that is in and of itself one of the reasons why we feel trapped. And is because we feel uh, like, you know, once we've made that decision, you've built a home, you've built a family, et cetera, et cetera. That's it. You, you're all in. You're done. So regardless of whether you feel happy or not, that's where you're going. And so I was like, shit, why do I feel that? And that is why I feel that. But here we go. I posted it and now I'm fucking talking about it. If you're unhappy and you've got a home you built you don't like and a family situation you're not happy in, you don't have to stay there. And um, maybe that's controversial for me to say, um, but I'm a parent and I recognize now that um, my daughter is so much happier Um because I'm happier. In fact, she wasn't unhappy before, but what I'm getting at is I cannot see a downside to the place I'm in right now, even though at the time, for many, many months and years, I've convinced myself that me doing this, being in this situation would be detrimental to her. It would be detrimental to the dynamic. It would be detrimental to my role as a father. If anything, it's been greatly... Um, exaggerated because now I, I, you know, I'm not there all the time, but the time I do get with her is really focused and intense time. And so I think it feels more special to me almost. And so what, what do we want to talk about here? Now, let me just have another sip of coffee and think about how I want to go with this. Mm. Second one of the day. So, right. I think the thing is, we feel we can feel trapped by the life we've built and let me just hit upon a number of reasons why i think that is and let me start by probably saying that i know there will be people who are genuinely trapped as a result of being in abusive coercive controlling relationships and for those of you who maybe listen to this and feel like i'm talking at my ass and i don't know what i'm talking about i want to acknowledge you and i want to say that i uh, can see you and appreciate that for you you maybe are trapped and um uh you know my my thoughts are with you in this moment and i hope that you can find a way out of that but i do know that there are people who are genuinely trapped but if that's not you if you're not in a relationship that's you know <laughs> controlling <laughs> abusive etc etc then uh any other excuse you're throwing out is just a fucking excuse and the choice you're making by telling yourself you don't have a choice is in fact a choice. The paradox of it is to say, you know, I do not have a choice is the choice you're making. And I think whether the 
thing you feel that is holding you back is related to your lifestyle, related to being able to make another jump in your career, being able to find a, another partner or just find happiness by yourself. Um, yeah, it's all not true. It's all not true. But why do we do it? Well, I think we do it because there's so much comfort in certainty. And I think even if we're moderately unhappy with our lives, we would be willing to sit with that moderate unhappiness because we don't want to face the risk and the unknown of what may come if we decide to step into a different future. And also, the thing that I recognize for many, many people, including myself, is the the uh, the inevitability of the pain you're going to have to face if you do decide to change is so present and so real that you will avoid that pain and accept the pain of the situation you're in. And for me, as I reflect back on the decision I made to you know end my relationship, uh, liquidate the business, the simple thing that happened was that the pain of changing became less than the pain of staying as I was. And so for years and years and months and months, I had experienced unhappiness, pain, uh, loathing uh, in particular of myself in relation to my business and my relationship. But there was a tipping point and that tipping point happened over a space of like a month. And I think um, it's no coincidence that these events, I made these decisions around the same kind of time. Um, and as I look back on it now, it's hard for me to pull apart the exact thing, which was the, the, the final nail in the coffin. I think it was just being so worn down by, especially the repeated blows of having the business and just feeling so down in that. Um, I was so at such a low, I think it became a thing of like, well, if I don't do this, then what is this going to be? And the future for myself, as I think I could perceive it on the current trajectory, was one of one of one in which I probably wouldn't have ended up being around that long. And uh, I know I've spoken about this before, but that was the that was the pain of the trajectory I was on that I could see. Is that it was it was hurting my mental health and physical health so much that. Uh, the, the only choice at certain points was becoming this uh, unthinkable idea of, uh, of ending my life, which was, yeah, not ideal, <laughs> to say the least. Um, yeah. And so I made that decision. I made that decision, and it was hard, and it's taken, uh, where are we now, September? So maybe in the last couple of months, I feel like I've truly become settled. It's taken 18 months of upheaval to get to this place and still there's stress and still things aren't completely finalized with the divorce and I'm sure there'll still be some hurdles to kind of navigate there but still I feel like I've arrived and that's a lovely thing but there was pain that had to be endured along the way but the pain that I've had to endure along the way was well worth it in comparison to the pain which I think was present for me at the time when I made this decision and the the future pain which I projected into, uh, which which um, 
motivated me to make this decision. So where do I go with this for you? I don't know you, I don't know where you are, but I know that there might be a common couple of threads or things which you're telling yourself around the reason why you can't do the thing you want to do. And let me just touch upon a few of them now. Again, there's no notes here. This is just coming out of my brain. So forgive me if it jumps around. One of the big reasons I think we think we can't change is because we're afraid we're going to let people down. Can't do that. People, I'm going to let people down. And I just, hmm, I'm not going to just go straight to what I actually truly think of this, but um, I would just ask you if this is the place you are at to consider where that comes from, where that belief comes from, because that's what it is, right? It's a belief that you should navigate your way in life so much so that what is of paramount importance is other people's happiness over and above your own. And that is the decision you're making by saying that. And ultimately, if that's the decision you want to make, then own it. But if you're doing that, you've got to then accept that you're forfeiting your own happiness for the sake of other people's. And if you can somehow find some meaning in that yourself, then we'll crack on with it. But I don't think that works. It certainly didn't work for me, and it certainly doesn't work for many, many people, I think, who live their lives like that. So if that's the excuse you're telling yourself, I can't do X, Y, Z because I'm going to let other people down. In truth, probably what's going to happen is you're going to let other people's perception of you down, and you won't fit the role and character that they've defined and created for you in their own lives. And in that, you'll probably fuck them off. But so what? Like, you don't have to live your life performing the role of what other people expect of you simply so you can align with their own story. You are, and we all are, living our own story. We're the central character of our own movie of our lives. And if you compare this to any kind of film, when do you ever see a movie where the main character... Um, forfeits their own mission, their own narrative for the sake of someone who's an extra. They don't. They're determined. They're on a mission. That is the nature of it. And so if we can, in a super cliche way, say you are the hero of your own life, you're the, the central character, at what point will you decide to step into that role and, and be that, and be that central character of your life and just fucking embody it and own it? It's truly what I want for you. Another reason, which is more uh, real, maybe, is the logistical nature of uh, making a change, maybe specifically in your career or even in your home as well. And one of the things I think can happen, which is really common, is that as we go on and we climb the ladder in terms of our jobs and our income, our lifestyle expands to fit that which we earn, right? And I know this because in the last year or so, I've had to start again. I've had nothing. And sharing it still with you, like money for me is still really tight. Like I have to budget every week. Um, you know, I, I can't go out for coffees all the time. You know, like, you know, this is like first world problems. Do you know what I mean? But it's a lovely thing to have had it pulled away. 
because I'll tell you why you realize how much you actually do and don't need in this life. And you realize that in the pulling away of the stuff you get so attached to, it doesn't really give you anything. It just becomes a burden. And so if you are afraid of making this decision because you will have to change your lifestyle, I would encourage you to ask the question of, is your lifestyle serving you or are you serving your lifestyle? Are you a prisoner of your lifestyle? Again, it's a choice. If you're saying, well, this is the lifestyle I want, this is it, etc., etc., then maybe you've got to make your bed and lie in it. Do you know what I mean? But if you are truly unhappy and in a place where you feel like you want to make a change, then a sacrifice to your lifestyle at least on a temporary basis, is going to be part of the thing you're going to have to face. But here's the thing. It's no bad thing when you do. When you can get your basic needs met, beyond that, you start to realize that a lot of the stuff you have clung to in your life, especially in relation to material possessions and things, are more of a trapping than anything else. So there we go. The two reasons so far are you're afraid of letting other people down, and you're afraid of um, the lifestyle you've built and, and you know, making a, making a decision to strip away some of that. What are the other reasons we may feel trapped and stuck in this life we've built? I think relationship-wise, there is that bias in society that once you've settled down, you settle down, you know, I, I still, still definitely had that. And I know that's a generational thing, maybe two, three generations back from us. That was very much the belief, you know, marriage was forever. You, you do that and that, that's it. You're all in. Um, and I don't want to spend too much time dwelling on my thoughts on that as an idea and where that comes from. I would just simply, again encourage you to consider that regardless of what you think happens after this life this is your one life and at some point whether you, it's a moment or whether you get to sit with the impending awareness of your own demise there will be a reflective moment in your life where you're going to look back and look at the events of your life and look at the decisions you took and look at the things you did or didn't do and if you have not chosen to pursue your own path, to pursue your own happiness for the sake of this ideal of the family that isn't really, you know, true, then how are you going to feel in that? How are you going to feel in that? Now, I'm thinking this, I'm, I'm not saying you give up on these things, you don't you don't invest time and energy and effort into making things work if you feel like there's a, a path for that. But we can certainly exhaust those things and still stay there and convince ourselves that we we shouldn't leave because of X, Y, and Z. And I just that's what I just don't agree with. I think if you're unhappy, your partner's going to be unhappy. If you've got a child, they're going to know you're unhappy. And so the reason for you staying there is just, well, it's not true as far as I can see it at this point in time. I certainly believe that my daughter gets a better 
dad because I'm so much happier now. In fact, I know that 100%. It's not even in the gray. So that's another thing. You're afraid of letting people down. You're afraid of making a jump in your lifestyle. And then you're afraid of making breaking up the family unit. What is what is what is all of the what is all of this? What's the thing which maybe covers all of this? Which I would say is probably the the one big one that holds a lot of people back is uh, other people's perception of you doing what you want to do. And this is the the one to overcome. Um, and I'll speak on this for me for a minute as a business owner. I was so afraid of failing in the business, not because I actually gave a fuck about the business. I did not. I was afraid of failing because of other people's perception of me if I had failed. And that, for me now, seems absolutely crazy. Like, who is anyone else to pass judgment on me for the things I do and don't do in my life that align with me and my life story, if you want to call it that. But we'll do it. We'll convince ourselves that we'll stay where we are because what are are other people going to say? And the other side of it, I've been there, right? It's liberating. It's fucking liberating to step into doing the thing you know you want to do it's really liberating to move past any notion that other people's opinion of you matters in any way and when you think of other people's opinion of you it's not truly other people's opinion of you it's other people's opinion of the version of you that they have created in their minds and their opinion is always going to be one where they are critical because this action you want to take doesn't align with the character that they have built in their minds. And so therefore they're going to be critical. And I think for many people as well, right, here's the fucking truth of it. A lot of people are fucking unhappy, right? A lot of people are really unhappy. They may be materially successful, look from the outside in, they've got everything, but deep inside they're miserable as shit. And so you taking bold decisive action to step into this life you want to take is not going to make them feel good it's not you'd like to think it would inspire them but for a lot of them it's going to just hold a light hold up a mirror up to the fact that they are not doing what they should be doing and they know they want to do and um if you can kind of own that i know i maybe feel smug in this now and it's not supposed to be smug but it's just this like so afraid and like so afraid of unknown they're so afraid of other people's opinions but all of life is an unknown and other people's opinions are completely insignificant in the big scheme of things you know it's it's not a scoring metric is it for life other people's opinion of you um and yeah, so that's it. And what's the last one? Probably what I touched upon there, stepping into the unknown, right? And so on this, I would just say, um, that's a tough one because I would guess at this point, you may have arrived at this place having lived a life where you've built a a framework of control 
or perceived control around that which is going on in your life. And maybe up until this point, it's all gone to plan. And in that control, there is a certain amount of certainty. And you, you know, you're going through these patterns of life, repeating day in, day out. And you've got this unsettling feeling underneath all these patterns, though, still that, fuck, is this it? Is this, is this really it? Is this everything? Um, but in that, the unknown is terrifying because you can't see it. You can't touch it. You can't feel it. You can't visualize it. You know, there's something there. And analogy I, again, used the other day of someone I was talking to about this is, for me, it was like uh, seeing that there was a puzzle. It was pieces of a puzzle that I felt like I wanted to fit together. And once I fitted to get that together, I would be living this life that felt like mine. But not only could I not put the jigsaw puzzle together, I couldn't see the pieces of the jigsaw puzzle clearly. But at a certain point, I just had to have faith that if I start on the journey, it will figure itself out. It will flow. It will flow. And I'm pausing because I'm considering how wooey I get in this. I guess this is it, right? I think the flow in the river of life inherently is 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 moving as it should be. And it's our resistance to the flow of this life that fucks it all up. You know, that feeling in you when you know you're not doing what you should be doing or you want to do, that whisper and that feeling in your gut, your brain really is really good at talking you out of it. But if we can get out of our brains, if we can start listening to our hearts more, if we can open ourselves up to that, we can then, I think, surrender so much more easily to the flow of life, knowing that just because we can't see where we're going, we're accepting and believing that where we are going is where we should be going because we're on it. And I think for me... If I reflect back now, the, the pain I've experienced, much of it has been when I'm resisting the flow of life. You know, my gut, my intuition told me years and years ago to step away from the gym, but I didn't. I, I held on to it from a place of pure ego and attachment and fear of perceived failure and fear of not knowing what I could do. When I say that now, I, those words have just come out. I knew for a long time that doing what I'm doing now is exactly what I wanted to do, but I was so afraid that I couldn't see how to make that a reality. So that's kind of bullshit what I just said to you that I did know. I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. <clears throat> and so what I'm getting at in this is that the certainty you're clinging to in life is not even real. And at any moment, the the life you've built up, the certainty you perceive as being the thing which helps you feel at ease is an illusion. It is. Tomorrow, everything could change for you. And if you accept that and believe that, embrace it, then maybe you can step into just doing whatever the fuck you want to do anyway. 
And so that's it. I've managed to talk for 28 minutes without actually writing any notes. I don't know if any of this has made any sense to you. It feels like it's made some sense to me and I feel like I've released something in saying it. So in that, I, I feel like I've maybe done my job for the day. So I think underneath all this is me sharing just kind of something with you and it, is that to go from this place of maybe where you are, where you recognize that you're not living an aligned life, which I like to call it that now, because that's where I feel like I'm at. I feel like my life is truly aligned with who I am so much so that the internal narrative and dialogue inside is the same as what is projected outside of me. And so in that, I think that is the ultimate form of alignment. Because in that alignment, I am just being me. Um, and it's not really about doing, it's about being. And so, but if you're in that place of feeling like you're not living that life to making that jump, there are things you have to work through. And things for me are to, that I've had to work through are Firstly, like fully embracing and owning where, where I am at my current situation and where I was. And then specifically to work through my life and to look at the, the events of my life, the defining moments and how they've led me to this place and led me to formulate specifically the beliefs and values I hold. And in that, to pull them apart and to start challenging them. And then from that, the thing then to work through is to realize that it's not enough in life to just want to be not where you are. You've got to want to be somewhere else that is way more fucking exciting and powerful and have a clear vision of that. Because I think so much, um, so many people can just think, well, I just don't want to be where I am. And I'm like, okay. That's cool. I appreciate that. But where the fuck do you want to be? Unless we know where you want to go with this and how you life want life to feel, then all you're doing is just band aid in the need to get out of the immediate pain you're in. And so for me, it was about building this vision of my life and how it would feel day to day energetically. And funny enough, it feels like that actually right now and it's the first moment I've actually realized that in this speaking about this now the thing I've kind of been meditating on for the last year and a half this feeling of a day is that which I'm living right now so anyway yeah you've got to have that vision of the future and that vision of the future doesn't have to be logistical I think it's a feeling based vision it's how you want to feel day to day in relation to your time your energy what you're doing the connections you have in your life and I say this with a particular fondness at this moment for a number of reasons, but I feel extremely grateful for that, to, to be in that place. So yeah, you've got to do these things. I think to get there, it's not just going to happen. You're going to have to unpick these different steps. And conveniently, I hope this doesn't sound too cheesy and you'll give me permission in this to just unashamedly plug my coaching program. So my, my coaching program, Go align is um, definitely representative of my life and especially the last couple of years and the journey I've been on. And it's specifically for people who feel stuck and like they're not 
they're not able to step into embodying that which they know is within. They're, you know, they're doubting themselves. They lack or what they lack the conviction and the clarity and the confirmation that they can step into this life that they they believe they deserve. Um, yeah, it's pretty intense. I'm not going to say anything more about it. It's a transformational program. I'm so so excited to do it. I've got one one of my amazing clients doing a better test version of it at the moment. Um, but it's actually going to start in October. I only have a few spots. Um, in fact, only four <laughs> remaining. Um, and so if you're interested in this, let me know. Um, we can have a call. We'll have a call for an hour. I will chat through where you are, where you want to be, what's standing in your way. And I'll be quite honest with you. If it's a good fit, I'll tell you. If it's not a good fit, I'll tell you too. I, it's only going to be for a specific kind of person, a specific kind of place. Um, and, um, that would be the discussion we have, but yeah, I appreciate you listening to this. I take this moment now, whoever you are, wherever you are in the world, um, super grateful for you, for you, for listening, for being a part of this, for having seen me maybe go on a bit of a journey in these episodes and to maybe feel like I've arrived at the, the next place in that journey right now, as I speak to you from a place of clarity and calm Saturday morning I'm going to go and pick up Adeline later on today so today is like a normal working day for me because I'm going to have a Saturday into Monday and so yeah that's my logistics of my life which are really fucking cool right now anyway have a great day thank you for your time and um, take care of yourselves see you later